myself the tagline they always say. I let them say that. <laughs> I'm just a guy that's here that happens to uh, fool with FL Studio. I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all f with uh, FL Studio as well. All right, to my immediate right, we have the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Justin Ransberg on deck. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? Hey, man. How you been doing, fam? I'm pretty good, man. it has been a lot of nonsense going on this week, but been, yeah, I'm not even gonna talk about it. If people want to know about it, they can send me a message. Yeah, I let him on. Yeah, on, mostly on Instagram because I I barely use Twitter. Like I've been I've been having more fun with Twitter lately, and it's you been know great. What? what? So have I. That's crazy. <laughs> and I was the person that before end of last year I only had like. A couple hundred tweets, mm-hmm. and I've been on that bit since. I mean, I've been on that thing since about uh, '09 or something. Uh-huh. And I had no tweets, and then all of a sudden this year, I guess it's a tweetable year. I guess yes, yes, yes. It's so a lot. It's a lot happening. And then I think my whole thing with Twitter was just <laughs> in the Twitter age that I was listening to. I know that's in the Twitter age that I was listening to. Um, Man, it was so much nonsense that I had to flow against. And I was just like, uh, I don't know if this is for it's, me. It's one of those places where you have to kind of find your community in a sense. Where it's like, all right, I'm on Instagram mostly, Ransberg Art. You know, you should be following me by now. Gotcha. And um, same as on Twitter. But, you know, you can tweet a bunch of, about a bunch of stuff. And then after a while, it's like, okay, am I just not hilarious? Am I, am I doing too serious tweets or whatever and after a while you start getting those people that resonate with it so you just gotta keep going with it that's what i, I realized yeah and um yeah this this week has been been kind of crazy very tweetable you know on a personal and and like you know broader scale Fondren, y'all got some explaining to do yeah oh how's drawing club I was like, How's drawing club going? Why are we whispering? <laughs> um, drawing club has been has been great. The 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 members, um, you know, we have a pretty regular bunch, and I've noticed that sometimes we like when we meet up, we'll kind of migrate to different places. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we go to Waffle House, and like this time we migrated to like, oh, well, we started at Sneaky Beans, and went over to Cups, and then to um, in Public of all places. You know, didn't didn't buy anything because you know whatever. But they got a cool. They got some cool games in there, and we played um, Cars Against Humanity. Man, that game is hilarious. Man. I'm gonna have to check it out. I'm, I, I'm not uh, familiar with this. Oh, okay. So basically, it's you get a, a stack of black cars and a stack of white cars, right? Mm-hmm. So the white cars are your options. You always have to have ten in your hand, mm-hmm. and it's a bunch of like side rules that go along with the game. But I'm explaining the basic part of it. So the the everybody takes turn getting a black card, and the black card you basically have to fill in the sentence like. Um, Donald Trump is a, and then you you select from your white card. Um, like everybody puts one down, and the one that's the funniest wins. Yeah, or funniest to the person that's the judge at that time. Why does that sound like uh, what's that uh, game that's on uh Steam that we played over at uh, Offbeat before? Oh, I know what's what you're the talking name about. Name of that game. I know what you're talking. About. It's it's pretty much like that. Yes, Whiplash. Quiplash. 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 It's exactly like that, but with physical cards. Hey, I gotta play it now. I gotta play this thing. Well, well, before we get away from you, we haven't met in a second, and in this time, uh huh, there was a wonderful, wonderful mural that's been done over at Offbeat. I need you to talk about it real quickly. Okay, and let me let me pull out my let me pull up my Instagram real quick because I want to make sure everybody gets their shout out appropriately. 
Young Sherm, I know he was on it. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> Sherman, Can't get to the Picasso, four twenty. <laughs> so, um, all right, so it was. There's a new mural at Offbeat on the back wall. It's a collaborative mural between myself and nine other artists, and um, they're all phenomenal artists. You should check them out. I'm gonna give you a rundown of the names. So Sherman, Sherman Nowood, aka Picasso underscore four twenty. He makes these really, like, cool masks and kind of, like, cat figures. He does a bunch of other stuff, but mostly, like, from what I've seen, like, masks and stuff. Gotcha. Um, Caleb DL underscore Studios, who does com- really cool comics. Mm-hmm. He has this one called Punchy and Punzy. Yep. And, man, it's, it's one of the funniest comics I've read in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, graphic designer, one of the seven wonders, um, with a Z at the end for wonders, Bettina Okafer. Um, she has a central figure. In in the mural, and it was funny, um, kind of seeing her bring this together, because she was afraid to be on the ladder for a while. And it was like, well, you picked this spot, you just need to do it. Mm-hmm. And she overcame her fear, which I was I was proud of. I was like, all right, now you know we can we can do other stuff. Excellent. Um, Crystal Jim, uh, Crystal Jim Music, she's a phenomenal singer, and also a very talented visual artist. Um, she has has a, a really prominent spot on the mural as well, and she has one of those styles that's really noticeable. So, throughout the mural, you're gonna be like, "Oh, did she do that? Who did this? Who did that?" And you'll be able to point hers out um, throughout the whole thing. Uh, let's see, my my one of my favorite artists to work with lately uh, is a guy named Chevalier Alexander. Mm-hmm. He goes by the underscore artistic underscore night, and he has literally a whole wall to himself because the whole time we were working. Mm-hmm. Man, everybody was like, you know, having fun, joking around, taking breaks here and there. He was just working the whole time. Barely asked any questions. He was like, okay, this look good? Do I need to adjust anything? It's like, nah, you good, bro. He just kept going. Um, let's see, Reva. What is Reva's last name? Sorry, Reva, I forgot your last name. Um, but her her Instagram is oddhumans. Let's see, I got it. I got it tagged on here. Odd humans. All right. Odd humans art, and she makes she does graphic design, she does posters, really good, very beautiful, clean work. Um, and I believe the last person, last but not least, well, two people, is C Mitch three, C underscore Mitch three, Chris Mitchell. Um, his work is very very clean as well, and um, Ariel Wallace, and she is working on getting Instagram and social media stuff, so I don't have that on hand right now. Okay, but. Her and Reva, they came through and did their piece in like an hour, between an hour to three hours, and was just done. It was like, all right, we done. And I was like, man, I, I admire that. Y'all came in, y'all did y'all work, and it was just clean and fun. So go check that out. Go look at all the, the, the styles and how all that came together, even though it was quite different. Yeah, man, y'all was on it, bro. Y'all was on it. I was sitting there that weekend and just watched y'all sketch it all out. I'm mm-hmm. like, man. This is amazing what we're about to see. I'm oh, trying yeah. out dope. Please go by Offbeat. Check them out. Oh, All and right, also, man. also oh, before we get too far, um, a, a shout out to Beacon Supply for helping us to get the materials together to do the mural. And thank you, Philip, because, you know, it was fun to work with everybody. Definitely, definitely. I didn't come through. I was supposed to be getting y'all that ladder. So, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> man. It was, my, it was, it was great, man. I got that Home Depot card, bro. Came through. Yeah. Gift card, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Chase. You feel me? <laughs> Ultimate rewards, you feel me? Ultimate rewards. That's how we do it, man. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much, Rand Bird, for that. We got stuck on Rand, but I got to introduce everybody else. To my oh. left, 
My cuzzo, player partner. Yeah, yeah. Right now, nah, I ain't gonna bust him out. With what about the, 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 the? I ain't gonna be bustle. Hey, my, my hey. partner, man, you know how it is. Hey, trying to Pokemon. Go ahead. Hey, everybody, <laughs> House of Morris, tell them hey. about it, bro. Hey, House of Morris, what's going on, guys? Young Robert. Um, we miss Robert. Uh, we miss Robert. <laughs> we miss Robert. Shout out to Rick Smiley for that for that classic. Uh, I'm just here, man, enjoying the moment. Enjoying, enjoying the uh, illustrious guests. Um, no copyright infringement to Deezus and Mero, but <laughs> the Black Pocket Podcast has nothing but illustrious guests. Definitely. And um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm more, I'm more interested in what our uh, illustrious guest has to say. Definitely. And speaking of our illustrious guests, let's give it up to the multi-talented Woo. saxophone extraordinaire, beat making extraordinaire. My God. <laughs> Justin Wright, what's up, bro? What's going on, man? Man, y'all put a lot of pressure on me to perform. Man, look, every time, <laughs> look, every time I get on this podcast, they introduce me as the one and only man we don't deserve, don't you? <laughs> and look, that's pressure. And then, yeah. <laughs> their problem's like, hey, man, you introducing them today? Hey, like, what? Yeah, okay. So yeah, let's talk about it, man. How's how's life been treating you, man? Life's good. Life's good, man. Just you know. Just making music, doing real estate, doing everything I can to stay afloat, do what I love to do. That's what's up, man. What's yeah. n- what's new on the music side? Because you always you always be creating. Okay, yeah. So um, I'm releasing a new. So the Empty House is releasing a new song on June 6th. Hey. It's gonna be. Uh, we had we had some guys come in from New York State come down mm-hmm. and work. Uh, and two just two incredible incredible uh, musicians and musical talents. One is. I'm Eric Joyce, which if anybody is looking for some new music that's positive and real catchy, listen to Eric Joyce, man. He's great. He's incredible from uh, from New York. Um, and then a guy that produces a lot of his stuff that also produced a lot of the Empty House's New Day record is a guy named K-Twist. Uh, and, uh, and K-Twist, man, is man. is one of the most talented people I know. Bruh, uh, if y'all have not heard that Empty House project, what, what, what are y'all doing? It's on SoundCloud. I mean, yeah. you can go. Check it out. I mean, it's good. Decca has used it in one of his commercials. Like it's it's dope. Thank you. Man. Hmm. It's, like, it's do that, man. Empty house. But yeah, yeah man. Kaitwist is a beast, man. Man, I love him. I love him. And so so anyway, had there's a song that we when when they came down, we make a lot of music, and we just luckily we bought a dollar record from Offbeat. From uh, I actually I don't know if I want to name the sample because it's so like obscure. I don't think it'll ever get caught unless I say something about it. But it's like an old, <laughs> it's just an old, just random gospel, uh, like Yo, a, it's don't corny sleep. gospel. Yeah, I'm telling you, don't, don't sleep, sleep on the gospel records. Yo, was it from the '70s or was it before? Uh, it was either like maybe it was either '70s or early '80s. Okay, maybe. hey, listen, for all you dig you diggers out there. If you pick up a record and it says seventies, you in the game. It don't matter if you pick up a polka album, that thing gonna be jamming. Like oh, yeah. the bass lines from the seventies. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. But anyway. Continue. I still need the O'Neill twins vinyl. <laughs> Jesus dropped the charges. Look. Look. Oh my gosh, you know that's from? Yeah. We're gonna have to talk about that one day, man. I gotta track down that VHS, man. That don't even have it on DVD. But it's a old uh, documentary about gospel music called uh, "Somebody Say Amen." It's amazing, and I told I put my friends on the O'Neill Twins. So if you go to YouTube, check that out. O'Neill Twins, Jesus dropped the charges. 
best gospel single ever. It's amazing. <laughs> My man, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to come in and segue. What you was talking about, Justin? I don't even know what I was talking about. The Empty House. Go listen to The Empty House on SoundCloud. YouTube.com, not YouTube. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash, I guess it's The Empty House thing is what it is. But yeah, man. Uh, we, you know, we have, we have have a lot of really cool music with that. And then I've got a single coming out that's kind of in the hip-hop range, too, uh, called Original. Yeah, yeah, and we actually had had Crystal help out with it with the images for that, and we, oh. we did an incredible job with that. And um, had one of my one of my good friends from high school named Madeline Deer who helped out with the the graphic design. It's just I'm lucky, man. I'm lucky to be surrounded by just tons of talented, talented people, bro. I mean, if you can, if you don't have a beautiful you know amount of talent around you, man. I mean, y- y'all know this. It's just you know, it's 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 hard to do everything, mm-hmm. you know. And so and most people. They can't, and, or, and that's when you gotta have people around you can. They can really, we can lift everybody else up. So that's what's been so so fun about all that. Just finding, finding those people and finding those go tos. You know, gotta mix my stuff. They gotta you know do this with that group, or whatever. Just learning how everybody can help each other. Um, at least in, in in all the visions that I've gotten that my you know my guys have got. It's just it's awesome. I love it. Excellent, man. Well, okay. we're so glad to have you on the on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, all right. I have done my job. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna do it like that. Let's no let's segue. Let's segue, let's segue nice and, and clean. Like, so listen. So much has happened this week. So much has happened in the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, where do we start? Where do we even start, man? Okay, so so this beef that has sort of appeared. It's what's for dinner. Sort of. <laughs> no, 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 it's resurfaced, resur- resur- you know what I mean? Most people that have looked at this beef, and we are, of course, talking about this beef between Pusha T and um, and Drake. I almost, I had to think about Drake's name. That's how crazy you this You almost said Aubrey, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because look, look, we've been talking about Drake stands. Look, it's a good thing to be a fan, but when you're a stand and you're just a blind stand, mm-hmm. oh, it's, boy, we've been, we've been roasting his, fan- his stands. Look, somebody named them uh, Aubrey's Angels. <laughs> Another person uh, calls them uh, the Graham Crackers, which is crazy. And there's so many other, like, like whatever, like, but Aubrey. You almost have to call him Aubrey now. But anyway, so this beef is, most people think that this just popped up. But it's a beef that's been stewing for some years. And it actually wasn't between Pusha and Drake initially. It was initially between um, the Clips camp and uh, Baby and Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. It started uh, from, oh man, it's a little murky, the details of the beef, how exact how exactly it started, but Drake became a casualty because he hopped into it, trying to take up for his mentor, Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. and um, it resulted in a few songs, the most hardest of which Pusha T responded with, the song and video Exodus twenty three one, which is one of the hardest videos. Y'all please go look at that video. Then you will understand like infrared, and you will understand a little bit about Drake's last shot before this, which was Two Birds One Stone. So look, listen to those two records, and then approach this beef that way. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of fans kind of went off of like what just happened. Mm-hmm. So in that order, in, in that, that order. order, in that order, <laughs> in that order. So let's talk a little bit about that first song, Infrared. What did you guys think about it? What were some of your thoughts when you heard it? 
did you think Drake was going to respond? Okay, so I haven't. I'm gonna go ahead and confess it now. I haven't really been keeping up too much with the with the. Honesty the is beat. good. Honesty yeah, is good. That's because good. it's like okay, I get that this is happening, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna wait just a moment until it, until it, the fire kind of dies down and then check it out. Yeah, because you can get caught up in the heat of the moment real quick. Oh yeah. So what was the actual line from Infrared that addressed Drake? How many lines were there? It was like it was, it was like, like two. Couple, it right? was two um, big lines in particular. One was um, when he. It was some early beats and hooks, right? In what for the for that song? Yeah. Oh man. Did he say something about like being a ghost? Your hooks, having ghost your beats is good. Okay. Your hooks did it something like that? Yeah, yeah. He he was talking about um, basically about the same uh thing about Drake not writing his rhymes. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was he brought in Quentin. He was like, uh, mm-hmm. it was written uh, like Nas. It was written, but it was penned by Quentin. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so that was a stab at his ghost writing. And then he took another stab at, um, you know, talking about, you know, when he addressed Baby and how mm-hmm. people reacted to it initially. But they were fine with Ross kind of going, Rick Ross going at Baby and him explaining his thing right. with it. And then it was one more um, hitch to that record. It's hard for me to remember that other one. But the beat was so dope. His flows were nice. And it was really a a bait track and so I didn't expect Drake to respond cause it was like you know Drake could have looked at that situation and just been like hey it's whatever but that's how most people thought not remembering the rest of the beef they've been going back and forth on wax but it was like sub- subliminal shots or whatever mm-hmm. so when he actually did respond and he responded quickly with Duppy Freestyle now how many people have I, heard the Duppy Freestyle I've heard, I heard right. that I heard okay. the Duppy Freestyle Duppy Freestyle was no there was no you know it wasn't no subliminals Drake was going at him right Drake was going at him for Man, not he, being on his level he went at Kanye more than anything he did go at Kanye but he he used tactics that I wouldn't have thought of See, like him using who's I, the focus you said Kanye was the focus of that I mean he, yeah he, mostly he went, he, went at, he went at Kanye mostly he was to going me, at Kanye, at Kanye to get at him but he was going at other things around him to get to him. And, and he talked about uh, his street cred a little bit. Yeah, he was definitely harsher on Pusha T than he was on Kanye, though. Yeah, he just said that he wrote definitely. for Kanye. It's like, why are you... That was the only thing... I don't really think... He kind of went after Kanye, but I don't mm-hmm. really, When I heard it, I was hearing him really going criticizing Pusha. Push I got you. He was yeah, criticizing Pusha. One thing, one thing I will point out, that side at the beginning was hilarious. He was yeah. just like, this shit again. <laughs> 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 That's how he plays it. He plays it as if, like... This is an annoyance more than it is actually something that upsets me. Mm-hmm. Which I was actually excited about. Like, as an objective, like, fan of the whole, uh, like, the beef and as a whole, I was like, thank you, Drake, for injecting some personality into it. Because it was like, you're Drake. Like, is no matter if you have good fans or you have haters, like, you're Drake at the end of the day. <laughs> you got hit after hit after hit. Mm-hmm. You don't really have to go at this beef really hard. Nope. Not necessarily. But the fact that he addressed it kind of like, man, I'm in album mode right now. I had to stop what I was doing just to <laughs> just respond to you. To you. Who are you? Like, yeah, I was a fan. <laughs> and he talked about the mic that he bought. Like, he was a real big fan of Pusha T. Mm-hmm. Like, he bought a microphone off of eBay that was supposedly signed by him, by, by Pusha T. Wow. That he didn't even know if it was signed by him. That's how much of a fan he was. Hmm. They got him on video saying this. So he kind of jumped ahead of that mm-hmm. so it couldn't be used as like a weapon. 
But little did we know how Pusha was going to respond. So, first of all, that record drop, everybody in the groups that I'm on, uh, the culture, I'm in there. I don't even know what they were saying in Untitled because I'm not an Untitled um, member. But everybody was like, man, Drake bodied him, man. Uh, push a wash, push a done. And I'm like, bruh, don't y'all dare play the the coke rap guy like that, man. He's going to come back. <laughs> Even if it's like, he going to come back. And I, have, you I just, seen, have you seen his face when he raps? He looks crazy. <laughs> yeah, I would like, never mess with him. Like He's if, like a caged animal. Like, He's scary. He's scary. Never, I would never diss Pusha T. Why never would you lost. get him? His his ad he, he starts widening his eyes every time he says something. And I'm yes. like, he watches freestyles on like on Hot 97 or whatever. whatever all the, it's scary. He creeps me Damn. out when he raps. That's what I'm saying. Pusha T's ad lib is yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why has no one made fun of that? By the way, he has the weirdest. And nobody ad-lib. has. You know what? Nobody has done a compilation either. You know how they did a compilation for uh. Oh, it was some other rappers like ad lib, but they just had him yeah. doing that a bunch. Having like, yeah. raw over and over doing again. his grunts like oh, 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 oh. like a whole compilation. Nobody is put the yeah together. They scared. Give me one good yeah compilation. They they know push T about that life. He will come out there. But here's the thing. So it was it was two fallacies. One, Drake didn't come at Pusha directly. He kind of went around Pusha to talk about how are you saying this because it's really like this with the people that's on your team. Like how you say it like this because it's like, all right, you're not even on my level. Like go ahead and directly. So that was step one. Actually, it was three. That's one. But two, um, before I, for- I think I'm starting to forget the other one, but two was um, br- mentioning his wife. Yeah, like his by name. That was a weak. That was a weak. It was a weak. It was a weak rhyme. Like ring down on you, like Virginia Virginia Williams. Williams. Is that supposed to sound like Pusha when he does that? I I read somewhere it was like, oh, he's mimicking his flow. I'm like, that doesn't sound like any Pusha T flow I've ever heard in my life. It was just just bad. It was the third thing that I had. Uh, It's it's escaping me now, but it was three things that I felt like he shouldn't have done in that. And the other one to come back to me, but um, yeah, it was just like, come on, Drake, like you gotta punch hard if you're going against Pusha T. You don't think he punched hard? He punched. He punched pretty hard. It was a jab at it was this. A, it was a good. That it was, was a good slap. It was a good straight. It was a good straight jab. It was a front hand. It wasn't a back but hand. He, he, was he playing tennis? It wasn't playing tennis. You know what I'm saying? It was. A, it was a good. It was a good. But it was like. It was like I felt worse. I felt more bad for Quentin than I did for Pusha T because. Poor Quinn Miller, he's just trying to distance himself. He's trying to live life. And they keep pulling him back in. I didn't realize <laughs> like, he lost a leg. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, he lost a leg in Like in the, like. From like, the beef? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, just in general. But wheelchair Jimmy days, man. I'm wheelchair Jimmy days coming back. <laughs> but no, he did. He, he lost a leg. And so it was like, he's just trying to live his life, take care of his kids, and make a couple. Like, make some moves, you know what I mean? Like, to be known as the reference person for Drake. Like, bro, let me live. Yeah. He had to bring me back into it. And Drake threw him smooth under the bus. I was like, dang, man. Like, he working at Kroger, so I helped the guy. That was the third thing. That was it. That was it. That was the third thing I was saying. Like, if somebody's telling you this, to admit you're doing that while trying to deflect, that doesn't look good. Like, you was like... Yeah, I might have ghostwriters, but your producer, like, stop. 
Stop. Pusha kind of did that too. Pusha no. kind of did that too right afterward. Huh? He said he, Pusha kind of deflected too in 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 the masterpiece that he yeah. did when he said drug dealing aside, all that aside, let's talk. Let's have a conversation about your pride. He well, just went not, forget about I mean, everything I just said. Let's no. talk about you. You know. Well, but it, but that's the thing though. The thing it's not. I don't see that as much as deflecting as just let's focus on this. Because yeah. for Drake, it's like it's been a plague. Nobody has really questioned Pusha T's like. Drug life. Let's get that understood. Like nobody, okay. like his manager is doing fed time right now, like multiple years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like My they goodness. was in there in Virginia. Like need to or not, him and his brother was in Virginia doing some type of on the corner. You know what I mean? Some work. <laughs> that was what I was. That was yeah. gonna be the other thing. Third, uh, the fourth thing. This is an honorary fourth thing. Drake, you're Drake. Why would you question? Anybody's street credibility as your Drake? That's an interesting question. Do you have to have street cred to question other people's street cred? Yes. Okay. If in in a in a that's, that's in what a I think. beef, because in, in a, a yeah. in a beef, if you're trying to, it's not even questioning. It's almost like it was how he said it. There mm-hmm. was a way to have said it to be like questioning his credibility, but he basically was like, it was your manager, then your brother, then you. Oh, wait. Like talk a, someone, talk yeah. about push. Talk about pusher. But you talking about his brother, which we know before malice became no malice, and he became saved and sanctified. Malice <laughs> was out there. Like pusher might be the lowest tier of that, but malice was out there, and definitely his manager. I feel like the manager took the charge for them. I guys. think that was you a know? pretty okay. Well, maybe right, yeah. so, I think I think it was pretty hilarious though that line because when you listen to Pusha T. Especially when you listen to Pusha T throughout his entire career, mm-hmm. you would assume that he sold cocaine for Pablo Escobar in the eighties. The yeah. amount of times he said he sold more drugs than Easy. Yeah. He said. Uh, no, he yeah. said. Oh, I got that back. Because you know somebody yeah. did say. I, I didn't mean to say that. One of the cultures that was like he said he sold more drugs than Easy. No, he said the, the only rapper, rapper that sold more right. drugs than him. So he's number two. That's still a lot of drugs. And, and that's also an exaggeration. Yeah, for sure. That's an exaggeration yeah. that makes sense. Push. You're Drake. <laughs> you're, you're a crooning, soul crooning Drake. He tried to come for somebody like, you ain't selling no drugs. Like, come on. That's like me walking up on, like, one of my cousins be like, bruh. But somebody that I know like, bro, for a he fact, said, you in my blood. He, he said he sold more dope than he sold records. He said that in, in, uh, in My Name is My Name. Like that is a lot. Mm. That's a lot of dope. Yeah. Or it's a lot of records. But still, it's a again, lot of both. You, you gotta you gotta talk about the messenger. If yeah. It's coming yeah. from Drake. I just think it's funny. <laughs> someone that some comment called Drake like the, Canada. Wait, 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 wait. I like the fact. I like the fact that you shout out to comment. Um, I like the fact. He's my he's my Comment is my hip hop. I love the fact that you couldn't even keep a straight face when you, when tried, you say Drake. You cannot keep a straight I face. This is amazing. Collins are responsible for one of the worst diss tracks towards Drake ever. Though. Yes, which is that's sweet. right. That's right. lamest. That's right. Lamest yes. like half done. Yeah. Uh, attempted at trying to get Drake. You can't yeah. get a Drake for being like, oh, he's he's gay. That was the that was the whole diss track. Mm-hmm. It's always sweet. You get a Drake the way that Pusha get got a Drake. This is we we to me me and Melvin. Uh, we we sat around at the Red Cup uh, mm-hmm. event and talked about 
All right, so how if you were to like attack Drake? Because he seems in some ways like he was impenetrable. Because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. he took himself really lightly when it came to like his like his street crowd. He did he knew he didn't have a lot of it, so he kind of takes himself kind of lightly about it. Mm-hmm. And so he just was like, I make a lot of money. Uh, I'm cool. Like mm-hmm. you know, what are you gonna get? What's what are you upset about? You know? Oh, he was Teflon. And he so what you Teflon. do? What you had to go? You had to get after his private life and his his and like a a girl. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to get to like his personal stuff. But and, it, but he but Pusha did it in such okay we we got yeah so we gotta get there we're, all right let's 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 table Duffy because Duffy was nice it was nice you know he was very I thought I thought when I heard that was like dang he kind of went a little too hard and then he, he yeah. went hard he went hard and you know I can admit that like yeah. Drake had a nice solid punch yeah <sighs> but then surgical summer which I hope it continues it's like, but it's 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 looking like it's not but. Pusha, okay, so the way, okay, we got to talk about this, okay, let's, let's, let's start from the beginning, what were you guys' thoughts initially when you saw the cover art? I didn't think it was him, like, I was like, who is that, <laughs> what, is, what is this? Like, this I is didn't notice picture. it until after I heard the track, and I went back, and I was like, I was like oh, oh, shoot, <laughs> <laughs> and that makes that line from, from Infrared so much harder now, and that's why I had to go back and say, Infrared was decent but it's more decent because of the presentation because when he rapped that about i won't tap dance or what did he say for i won't the, tap dance for the something about mammy singing mammy something mammy, like yeah, mammy something like that. Yeah. and he's not only is he in blackface but he doing the the hands with the jim crow shirt on and with the Jim Crow shirt on. It was in lime it was green, too. It was and very it, 2000s. And it was an ugly, what? like, ugly green. Yeah. Anyway, it just looked so dated and just relic and just ugly. And you know Every what? Way possible. And you know what? I gave him, I gave Drake a, almost a slight pass because Little Brother um, rap group extraordinaire that featured Fonte, Big Pooh, um, with production by Knife Wonder. They had an album called The Minstrel Show. Yes. Yes, Justin is is live reacting. On the hand, he has magenta uh, drawstrings around the city too. There's this lime is, green. This is very like, 2006, bro. Ugh, with ugly. with like the racist like old school Looney Tunes bird on his shirt. Yeah, it's like it's like a bastardized bait shirt. Justin, it's a statement. <laughs> He's trying it's to make a statement. Bad. Oh my gosh. So so yeah. So so that picture, man. Push it, goodness gracious. Then the beat selection of the story of OJ. <laughs> I don't, the first time I heard it, I'm like, all right, this beat? Then when he starts rapping, and then you notice the picture, and then you notice how he breaks them down. It's Everything coming. comes together. Oh, no. Lord, okay. So, say 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 the lines again that he starts with. Uh, all Drug dealing aside, uh, what is it? Uh, everything aside, I think that's what he says. Yeah. Let's have a conversation about, about your, your pride. pride. Woo, and for the next, however long that track is. That was the lightest thing he said. It was like the, the knife, knife and fork is out. Mm-hmm. And he just went to cutting wood. He just get this steak. <laughs> it's like, and the steak is your life. <laughs> and then he, went, he just broke down. He's like, why, why are you like this, Drake? Mm-hmm. Hmm, let's see. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, you know. I think what, it's, what's your family like? Oh, you, have, you didn't see me. A good marriage, and you know, when mm-hmm. you were little, you know, perpetuating you, the the, the the deadbeat dad. You're you're parading your dad, but you claim that your 
Take care your of mom is your world. She getting neglected. Ooh, I was like, oh, boy. You parade him. He has him on the cover of More Life. He has them all in the videos, wearing Steve Harvey suits. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, man, hold on, wait a minute. A Steve Harvey suit. Wait a minute, let me just say this. Steve Harvey had nothing to do. Nothing to do with this. But but Drake's dad definitely looks like Steve Harvey. But Drake's dad, especially with the stash. He's, he's, a, he's a Memphis dude. He a Memphis dude, so you got to cut slack. But still, he just... Ooh, Poor man. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey's been Steve Harvey be, be catching these. Because I'm looking back at the lyrics right now. You, we, we've forgotten the well, the first thing he says. So, so Drake is like, I make more money than you. Yeah. And Push is like, okay. Uh, what does it say? He says, the M's count different, but baby divides the pie. Ooh, Wait. Like, oh, uh, oh my. So he's like, he's calling uh, the question, like, are you really that successful? Yeah. Are you getting screwed you like, getting, your, like your yeah. friend is? Are like Lil Wayne? Yeah. Are you getting you know? money? Yeah. Huh? Another multi-platinum rapper. Uh, what do you say? What about Wayne? Another multi-platinum rapper. His soul don't look alive. Something like that. Yeah. yeah oh. like that. Why are you so then mad? He said, then he said, I'm selfish. I want all that shit pouring towards me. Mm-hmm. Like, stop talking about gay. Talk about me. Yeah. We getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. You good. You good. We need to keep that energy. Cause let's, let's go. I let's went, keep that. I went 10 minutes ahead. Let's keep saying that. <laughs> so, so he talks about his, why are you mad, Drake? And he talks about, you know, the money situation we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Then he talks about the family. Goes a little deep, deeper with the family. Mm-hmm. Talking about, uh, talking about the, you know, his dad deserted when he was five. Ugh. Ugh. I thought the yield was going to come Ugh. there. Ugh. I thought it was going to come there. I was waiting on it. But then, ooh. Then he talks about, wait, man. You talking about my fiance? Let's talk about who you chose as your Beyonce. Oh man. Okay, so I heard about these rumors a year ago. I didn't. I don't think many people paid attention to it because Drake's people are like mm-hmm. amazing. Okay, she's not a porn star. She's not a porn star. She's not a porn star. She is an adult model. Yes, yeah, she's, but a, she's, she's not a porn star. There's a difference. There's a big difference. Yeah, huge difference. Yeah. You, no matter what that, she does on her you know, own, you know, and it's how not she even lives her life. On the on the in the private, like she's not out here. You know what I'm saying? She's right. not out here. And and some people wanted to go deeper with it, but like, but no, she ain't got nothing to do with all this. She don't have nothing all. to do with it. So it's not really fair to just exactly. scold her for. Don't scold her. She's getting, money. She's living her life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's all he was doing. All the stuff that he was talking about, he was itching at his pride, but he wasn't doing it in a. Well, initially he wasn't doing it in a very sadistic way. Near the end of the track. Oh yeah, <sighs> he did. That was wrong. What? But we gonna get. But to it was good. It was <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so then talking about her, the fact that he doesn't claim her, and then the fact that nobody, nobody, it might have been out there floating, but but nobody knew he had a son. Not for real. People might have heard those rumors, but nobody knew for certain. I was saying this yesterday that. It was immediately as he said, "You are hiding a child." <laughs> it was seared. It. it was seared in my brain. Like I'll always remember it saying, "You are hiding a child. Let that boy come home." Like whoa. He said it like he said it like he had his hand over his shoulder. <clears throat> like son, you are, you are hiding. Literally. They're like in France right now. Oh, like man. he's in like they're in like a, they're in like Europe. Yeah. Just 
hiding. Yeah. A whole child. Yeah. A whole a child. child. And a whole wife or a baby mom, whatever you want to call them. So <laughs> she's sick for the rest of her days. Right. And they're definitely not. Married. So most yeah, people, yeah, no, no. most mm-hmm. people went like me. I, I don't know if it's most people. I just know I went. Wait, a child. Uh, what? <laughs> Trey? Yeah, so he mentions, it before, he mentions it before that. Because he said baby mother. And he you're said like, baby mother. And you're like, huh? Then he says, you are hiding a child. Let that boy come home. Dead beat mother playing Border Patrol. I went, oh, gosh. You That's know, and Patrol. he was about to. He can low-key just would have said the beat could have came on. But like, you are hiding a child. Let, Let that, that boy, boy come, come home. home. And then that's it. <laughs> Stop. Basically. <laughs> basically the internet would have went crazy. This whole, this, okay. It would have. Skipping ahead a little bit before we get into the rest of this. The fact that at the end of the song, he says it's going to be a surgical summer means that he's sitting on even more stuff. And he even previewed it. Um, he previewed it a little bit more um, about what the next disc was going to be. Uh-huh. And it was going to be. Uh, gonna go towards image. That was gonna be part of his next disc. And I know I'm jumping way out there, but what I'm saying is, he said something to of the effect of. Uh, School. He said he said something about. <laughs> oh, you give me. He's he giving me the I got the lyrics up. Cause. Okay, he got the lyrics. Let's see. Uh, That's incredible. No, it's, okay, about surgical summer with it. Snip, snip, snip. snip. That has a double meaning. Because back in 2016, when um, when Drake was beefing with Joe Budden, and they asked Joe Budden on an interview about, about yes, you feel what I'm saying? So they asked Joe Budden about the the beef he was having with Drake, and he was he said something to the effect like, like have a like have a seizure in the middle of the not uh, uh, not even that he was saying something about image, and he was like, yeah, like hip hop is weird right now. Drake got a uh, got a procedure done uh, to get his abs sculpted. Like that's the literal thing he did. So when he was talking he about his, him doing that, he got so that his. Like, yeah, how his, much does it cost? I'm gonna give me a gold me go fund me. So so the, <laughs> next thing, so, the, so the next thing he was gonna go at was his image, and he was just like, yes, snip snip snip. Oh, man. So, man, like, I thought he was talking about the so friend that was dying. No, no, he's he's not. He wasn't. He probably wasn't going to go any further in with forty. It was going to be about all of this. This whole song was about his own pride and and his own like things he's dealing with insecurities is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So he's insecure about the way he looks, about his feelings, about his own blackness, mm-hmm. which also harkens back to the. The image mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and you say something like a scared, scared to grow with fro out because the fro wouldn't nap enough. Like, because he, he parades around his Jewish heritage, but he doesn't, re- he didn't really make a lot of music. And that was pointed out. Even Beyonce does, you know, like most people wouldn't think. Like before she started doing a lot of uh, black centric stuff, they were like, she's so big, she didn't have to do it, but she was. Incorporating a lot of black culture into their music, mm-hmm. so not even Drake was really doing yeah. that. If his explanation for doing the picture was, hey. "I'm a black actor, and it's hard for us to get roles." Hey, this is not this important is or part of the conversation, but Beyonce so damn fine. Third Ward, baby. Yes. The Lord have mercy. It's okay, true. you can continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, and and uh, fuck Pink and Pint. But all right. Hey, we, 
quota, quota bet. We were waiting on it. I thought we was going to get there. Oh, it's coming. It was coming. It was coming. That's what Drake E said. I did. I did. It's dangerous to go alone. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we can we can kind of gloss over the rest I of it because <laughs> well, you know what, you know what, you know what, man. I'm sorry about bad life decisions, but I still like you as a person. That's okay. I appreciate you having a past man. Can't be doing our illustrious guests like that. <laughs> no, you're still an illustrious guest. I appreciate. It. I can't. I can't help your your diet. You know, but you're still an illustrious guest. That saxophone, man. It's just, I can't, you know. Yeah. Shit, we'll, man. We'll we'll skirt over the last part of about president. forty because I felt like it was under deep, but I got it. Like I mean, it hip hop, it hip hop, it, it gets real, and people have said a whole lot more. Okay, so going going back to the complete song because we need to kind of get through this, but he hit him t- so hard and so many different angles. Like he, he messed him. up his money. He didn't hit him. He shanked him. Like yeah, he, he stabbed over. him to death. It's over. Like it was horrifying. Yeah. Like I want Drake to come back, yeah, but it's, it's like, yeah. what do you say, Drake? Okay, here's the deal, <laughs> Jessel. Do you think Drake has a comeback? No. No, I don't think so. I thought he. Why would he? I think he he had like. Oh, do you think all, like, he literally has one, or you think like does he have? Like, is, an he, angle? is he even capable of having a comeback? From this, what's, oh, what's wait, the wait, probability wait, wait, wait. of him being able to come back? No, 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 coming. No, coming back from this fight. Oh, like in general, oh, Jake. In general, Drake's fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm saying on this particular thing. No, he's about to lose. Yeah. I think he's losing. Well, he's already I think, lost. I think he lost. He already lost Whoa. for his moves after. And we'll get to that real quick. But I just want to say this before we move too far from this. He he clean clocked him from all different angles. So if Drake was, was to try to come back, his whole I make more money than you argument is messed up now. Because everybody is thinking about baby. Everybody's thinking about his baby. And everybody thinking about the oh way my gosh, he's gonna roll out his baby. Oh my gosh! This this is a, this is one of the best diss tracks of all time. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So he, he brought baby, and then he brings up another baby later in the song. Yeah. And then the way the baby was gonna be rolled <laughs> out, I brought up baby, with, and everybody thought I was trying to. Kill and he was baby. dealing with corporate with his money because he was gonna put him out there as a part of this Adidas line, which is kind of gross. That's going to be you unveiling that your child is, hey, guys, look, which is why so, buy my clothes. Which is why it's so, it's so weird. Yeah. Like, it's buy my clothes. I have a baby. Oh, wait. I have a baby. Buy my clothes. Your clothing line or your freaking human life that right. you helped create. Yeah. Oh, it's like DJ Kelly is the best dad in entertainment right now. He, man. I've never seen that. I've never seen Yo, I've never, like, all the images and videos I've seen online of him, I've never seen that baby cry. No. Never at cause, all, cause it knows it never lost. <laughs> never, never lost. So it's it's it's, it's, it's gonna be one arrogant child. Cause, it, I'm, cause the, okay, so the question earlier was after Duppy, or not even after Duppy, when we were talking about how can anyone get at Drake, you get at Drake's image, mm. because Drake couldn't lose in a traditional battle. If you're gonna like Joe Budden. Outwrapped him. Say what we want about Button. Button is crazy. Oh, but Button, Button, Button outwrapped the mess. Button is dangerous. But that's what he was saying. So how do you get at him? Because his Drake's fans are just gonna be like, oh, they're nothing. They're nobody. I'm gonna go to your house and throw a rug. Yeah, you don't say nothing about because you're not on his level. The only person on his level that could have gotten him on on that type of rapidly rap level is Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kendrick would have. That was why he wanted no smoke. 
Big Sean is a great rapper, but Big Sean doesn't respond to any anybody for real. And right. so he did have what a dig at Drake, and then you never heard about. I know. I know. I don't remember the fact that he had a dig at Drake. Exactly. That's that's how much that's of a non point. factor it was. So yeah. So how do you get on him? You got this image. So now the question in the back of everybody's mind now is, what about that picture? What about this baby? How did you claim you're all this other stuff? But, mm-hmm. yeah. Because well, it's not like his image is not squeaky clean anymore. The biggest line he had, and this has obviously been all over Twitter, the biggest line he had of this year that everyone loved is, I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. And it was fun because it's like, oh, Drake, you know, he's kind of speaking for like single single bachelors or whatever. It's just fun, you know, mm-hmm. mama's boy, whatever. No, now you're just an irresponsible liar. <laughs> 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 and you're not telling everyone about your actual life. Yeah. And it's just weird. And, and it comes was, off really and weird. And you know now. what? The crazy thing about this whole thing is Drake was alluding to all of this before it came You think over. so? He was alluding to all of this in his raps. All of it. And he was alluding to it because he was arrogant enough to think that none of this stuff was going to happen. If you go back and listen to More Life, the track Portland, 35 seconds in, he says, and I quote, I don't be having, no, he said, I'll never, I won't have a kid and stay kid. Look up the okay, lyrics okay, real okay, quick. Right. We'll, we'll chop this because mm-hmm. I don't remember verbatim, but he said something literally to the effect of, What's I'm not going to get caught up. Uh, Portland. Look up Drake Portland. And we can cut this. At the time. Yeah, that's fine. Put it back together. Yeah, let me write But now. this is an important 50, lyric because... 49. Can I do... Can I say whatever I want? In this yeah, video? go for it. Bush did 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. <laughs> Don't put that in there. If you put that in there, OJ did. I'll cry. OJ, uh, not only did OJ that's, do that's it, controversial. No, it's not controversial. No, no. <laughs> what is controversial is that they let this I, nut get on TV. George Bush does not care about black people. That's true. But also vote for Trump. It's very confusing. Yeah, we're gonna cut that out too. All right, it is. It's yeah. hella confusing. So it's almost like he's not a y'all. This person. whole two right, minutes have he's, been he's a soul. Weird. Yes. Y'all ready? He has to be a soul. Yeah, we ready. Y'all ready? Here we go. No, you silly. All right, here we go. Drake says, and I quote, I could never have a kid, then be out here still kidding around. Boys playing around where y'all really want to take it now. (laughs) He says this on Portland. I could never have a kid, then be out here still kidding around. He had another song where he talked about uh, the girls are saying that he's, you know, they're he's getting them pregnant and trying they trying to come for his money or whatever. He says this on record. He says a lot of this stuff. And that's what Drake Stans will say, like, oh, he already put this all out there, blah blah blah. But no, no. Nobody people might have heard but he's he contra- had a kid. He's contradicting himself. Like, he is contradicting himself. That's yeah. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is yeah. he was just out here just wiling. And but meanwhile his image was like I'm Pop Drake. I'm get, I then gave away all this money, and that kind of came back to bite him too, because it was like, oh, Where's yeah, you're giving all this money, but what about your kid? Which I think he is taking care of. Oh, I think absolutely. He's send, sending money for his kid. Yeah. But the whole point of that thing was that they took the entire budget of a music video to give it to people. Yeah. Like, if you give it to your kid, yeah. your budget of your music video, that's called uh, embezzlement. <laughs> you don't want to do that. <laughs> anyway, just point that out there. That's, that's <laughs> kind of a goofy argument. I mean, it's it's kind of a tax write off in a sense. <laughs> That's part of but, the deal. But doing a good thing with your tax write off. Right, right. 
guys are killing me. Oh man, you have a child. Bring that boy. Bring that boy home. Stop playing border patrol. So pretty much, yes. This is what we're going to say. Yeah, that's the knockout punch. He called Adonis, too. He said his name. Yeah. Which I think is a I mean, look. It's a little inappropriate. The whole thing was a little inappropriate, obviously. Because well, Drake started when he, when he when he mentioned when he mentioned his fiance. I was like, okay, okay, but what did Forty have to do with his fiance? Not a damn thing. But, <laughs> so, but he trying to bury. Hey, him. but Pusha said it low on the phone on the Breakfast Club. Like all bets are off now. You, you and then the setup for Ryan was like, hey, look, I'm I've crossed so many lines. That was the setup for yeah, him yeah, talking yeah. about Forty. Was I've crossed so many lines? It's gonna be me versus Church. Three hearses. It's like if we all going to hell, it'd be worth it. Mm-hmm. That's then he said uh, what he said about forty. OVO, slum, uh, OVO forty, 40 some brother like eighty. Yeah, like eighty. Ugh. And then Ugh. he said, oh. that boy is." He said, "Tick tick tick." That boy is six six six. Then he said something six six six. My slow is six six. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he went. Wow. He went there. He tried to set people up and let them know, "Hey, this next ride is going to be." Very bad. Pusha T's going to be playing the next Hell Spawn after Jamie Foxx. <laughs> after, yeah. after, yeah. uh, after that diss track, uh, Forty was like, actually, um, multiple sclerosis awareness day is tomorrow. It's so, just, hey guys, that, that was, was great. It's a bit high road for him. I appreciate it. Very that. high road. But it was also very coincidental. Like, yo. It's weird. Wow. And then when he dropped that, it dropped. Was it six years after he after Drake said something? No, after um, Push had dropped uh, the other video. It's just crazy how much stuff that Pusha T thought of in three days. When people were like, people were like, "Hey, Pusha T ain't responding." This looking at their watch now. Yep. It's like other shoe on the foot. People were like, "Hey, Drake gonna come back. He gonna come back hard. Let him find something out." It's like he's done for. Yeah, he put out a press release. Hey guys, the picture wasn't what you thought it was. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. You've lost. That means you lose. If you L. have to put out a press release dealing with a diss track, ah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just L number one. L number two was the hundred thousand dollars that was floating out, which we f- ended up finding out later was a hundred thousand dollars to pay back another artist that he had basically lifted whole flows from. So he does sound better. He does sound better on a lot of these flows that he lists. He does. I'm not gonna. I know that's goofy because it's not rap at that point. It's like more just kind of just pop music, whatever. Yeah. But you listen to Quentin Miller's Ten Bands, and it's cool. But you can tell, oh, Drake, like Drake made it sound twice as good. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's yeah. L. I call so, it part of an L. So he got a, a capital L and a lowercase L, right? Lowercase okay. L, then a whole nother L. Because here's the thing: Roman Romans times New Roman. L. Yeah, basically. Gothic H2 1 ABC somewhere. Helvetica, bro. Helvetica. <laughs> so, so, so the second major L was Kanye tweeted out, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before yesterday now. Time is time since he dropped that hasn't been real time for me. Mm-hmm. Like when I sit back and think, oh, that was Wednesday when it dropped. That's crazy. It's only been out for like four, five days. Added on? Yeah, Adidas. You're right. It's only been out for like four or five days, but it's like... It's amazing, too. His clothing line is now the name of his greatest <laughs> diss track. Oh, yes. it's, worth of the, it's amazing. It's Adidon. Yeah. That was supposed to be his his, his Adidas line. Yeah. And now he we're saying, oh, his money up. yeah, Adidon, we're talking about the greatest diss track against him ever. Basically. So, he yeah. straight up got... He straight up Checkmate. got yamchid. Definitely. So, third... So, in so, the hole. So, in the hole. Cyberman blue. 
Kanye West <laughs> comes out and tweets this about, and some people are trying to uh, determine that Kanye was talking about himself, but no, it's very obviously he's What's saying that? about. He said, um, basically, like, hey, I'm all about love and positivity. I think this is enough. There were some lines crossed, so so this beef is dead now. He basically tried to play peacemaker, and it's like, no, Kanye, hey, first of all, you ain't no moral authority right now to be trying to say, hey, time out, guys, this is over with. Hey. Shut your mouth, Kanye. Of course. And go read some books about slavery. You're not <laughs> stopping this. But I've heard this is still rumor. It, isn't been, it hasn't been substantiated. Okay, what we know for fact is that Jay Prince did say about two or three days ago that he felt that there was line crossing in this beef on both Drake and, and uh, Pusha T's point. And, and I'm hearing rumblings that Jay Prince is trying to end it. Now, if Jay Prince says it's over, it's over. Jay Prince is not to be effed with. For everybody who don't know who I'm talking about, look up the history of Rap-A-Lot Records. Look at the clout that Jay Prince has. It's over if Jay Prince officially says, hey, this beef is over with. Mm-hmm. That's gone. That would be a full-blown massive L for Drake. It's going to be looked at as a win because it's like Jay Prince said it, so whatever. But it would be a full-blown L if you had both Kanye say, okay, guys, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and Jay Prince like, there's too much. Calm down, you guys. That's a... I need Drake to at least, you know, put some type of bars on Wax. He will probably put it in Scorpion somewhere, like a couple. I don't of want it in Scorpion. I want I know. it on. That's what I'm saying. I, I think I think that's what he's gonna end up doing. Don't, don't you think? That'd be so weak. It would be, but it would be. Well, yeah. I, I just don't. I, I have a hard time seeing Drake just not responding at all. But I also don't think. I think he's smart enough to see that, like that, there are very few things that he can do right now. Very that, if anything, awesome. if anything. He I don't. Is to, there anything he can do? Pusha T had have to come out to be like a rapist or something, or like a child pedophile. Really yeah, it would be something to be like absurd. Really it had to Ooh, be something. Like, it had to be like Pusha T murder. Hard hot take. It yeah. had to be like whoa, Pusha, something that make him look crazy. Because right now, no, 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 I rap better than you. No, I ain't gonna no. do it. So you basically, money. Bring your you home. Money. So basically, Pusha T put putting Drake back in them wheelchair Jimmy days. Basically, okay. he he is he is wheelchair. I'm like, I'm sorry. He, he's a Degrassi character. That's what I was gonna say earlier. You can't have played on Degrassi and talk about somebody's street credibility. That was that was you can't, that was good, Justin. You can't, you Thank you. Hey, that good. That's what I was looking for. I was searching for the. <laughs> The full framing of what I was saying. Not only are you Drake, you are Drake, Team Nick star, trying to talk about somebody. So this is like the episode of Degrassi where he gets shot, except it's not in real life. It's not in real life. It's in hip hop. Yeah, so he's back. Look, what if somebody does push a T saying "ugh" when he gets yeah. shot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and every time push. he, every time he's on a witch, every time he rolls it, it says "push." <laughs> Drake has been been <laughs> power bombed through the table. It's, it's, it's gonna be fun. It's done. Like he can't really come back. 
Yeah, but, but I, I would like to see him try. It's one disc though. Like, I, it's it'll be gone in six months, and then we'll all kind of forget about it. We'll all remember like, wow, I remember that time that Drake finally got got, and that's mm-hmm. it. That's what that's, that'll be it. I don't Maybe think. it's gonna take it's gonna take him a minute to watch this. People song. got over. I'm still mad over Kanye, bro. Oh, you know, over Kanye? Yeah, <laughs> people people are getting over Kanye from his new record. I mean, people uh, still aren't like. And I, I still don't understand that. I don't understand. I listen to it to glean it to see whatever. Yeah. I tend to follow the same mindset that Melvin followed. Melvin listened to it twice, and Melvin said, dang, I hate this is where I have closure at, but, you know, this is kind of, I wash my hands. Yeah. Like, if Kanye does production for somebody else, I have to, I can I can sit through it. I mean, I really love Daytona, mm-hmm. that record, but... <laughs> I can't listen to Kanye. Man, it they was tell so sad. better, by the way. Daytona is better yeah. now that the diss thing is happening. Oh, like, I listen back again, I'm like, the first time I was like, this is good. Mm-hmm. And then I listen back now, and I'm like, Push T's so good. He's yeah. just great. It's just, it's, it's raised his status. Man. Just to me, at least. Yeah, and it just, it just made me just last, okay. Recently, I don't know when this podcast goes out, but recently, we went over to Fifth Child's house for a get together. Mm-hmm. And we looked at a bunch of older videos, and we looked back at some Kanye videos, and it just hurts my heart. If you remember, can't tell me nothing. Gosh, that was a great track. Everything was great. Graduation, the album. Yes. Doggone it, that was a good album. My to favorite. me, maybe, maybe it's my, my favorite album. Yeah, that, that's but, actually one of the best ones. You know what I'm saying? Jesus Late Walks. Registra- Jesus Walks. Man, wasn't that a good track? It was. But now it's like you're listening to you like what. They say you can rap about anything except for Jesus. He was so good. You like, we, oh, Kanye, please. Amazing. Kanye Titter, please. It's amazing. Please. Amazing. So amazing. I mean, even, um, no what was the song? No uh, in the night, I hear him talk the coldest story oh, ever oh. told. Heartless, bro. Heartless, yeah. That, that video was made. Hey, all of the lights was good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Kanye is one of the greatest morning. artists of our, uh, yeah, our generation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he is. You can't, you can't, no, you can't, you can't take, take that, away, that from away from him. It's just like, man. But you got, you got to learn how to step. But you realize, oh, this wasn't is that old, like, like twenty ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like 2011. But here's the deal, like between, like the difference between, like when we talking about early before we started recording between him and like R. Kelly and all that stuff. Yeah. Like Kanye hasn't done anything that's just. R. Kelly is morbid, like just disgusting. It's bad. It's dangerous. He just has a different opinion. But it's very. But it's a dangerous opinion to have. Yes. But it's a dangerous opinion towards us. We're not in his head. Yeah. I just, I just, because I can say some shit. You you know what's so crazy? You know what's so crazy? I'm not defending him. I'm just saying we're not in his head. I definitely feel you. And the thing that made me feel feel where you're coming from. Is I looked at that interview that he had with uh, Charlemagne, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, we build in cities. All right. Ends. I mean, I was like, you a little out there still, but okay. Yeah. And then he immediately, immediately gets on uh, TMZ and just, yo, oh, you talking about that slavery was a choice? Yeah. That's the stupidest thing. Oh, That's one of the dumbest things. Like, and he just kept it kept flowing out. It was just was the interview before but, slavery was a choice or after slavery was a choice? No, it was it immediately was before. It was before. Yeah, it was immediately. Like, okay, they, they were, like, they did the whatever, and they released it that morning. Okay, I got like you. They, right. Like, Charlamagne had been I, sitting what? on that for, like, 
I want to say he been sitting on that for a minute, had, yeah. And he didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Or it might have been longer, but he had been sitting on it for a while. Mm-hmm. That's why he didn't immediately mm-hmm. get on. I have my qualms this, about Charlemagne. Yeah, I do yeah. too. This is the mm-hmm. same person that walked up on a on an award show and took an award or tried to take an award away mm-hmm. from Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. This per- he's just a he says things like he just says crazy things from time to time. And what I think was incredible is that the you know. Early in his career, mm-hmm. on you know the Katrina uh, uh, mm-hmm. telethon, he said he says George Bush doesn't care about black people, and all like the righty conservatives are like, "Oh, I hate Kanye," and everything mm-hmm. he does annoys him. Yep. What's hilarious now is he's angered kind of that other end of that political spectrum, mm-hmm. and now all of them don't like him, and everything he does annoys them. And so it's hilarious. It's like it's like now like both sides of this kind of like far end spectrum between each other. They like they they really are frustrated with him because they realize and it's something that I think everyone because I'm a huge Kanye fan mm-hmm. but I have to deal with that the fact that Kanye says some things a lot of things that are either offensive or stupid or incoherent and they make no sense and sometimes it's just it's weird I just I, I end up just filtering that stuff out yeah. and like for better or for worse I don't really know what that says about you know my respect for him as like a person but I mean I don't know but yeah. it's just, he's a, he's a guy that you can't you can't really you can't treat him. Like a a like a leading intellectual of our time. I don't know why we treat celebrities like that. To no, that's, you know, that's that's, that's no, awesome. and he's that's a great that's artist. Thing, and that's that, that helps. What, what I was trying to say, and like I tell people all the time, like why are you listen to celebrities. Michael Eric Dyson has I don't know how many books mm-hmm. talking about social diversity, this and that, how you deal with this, how you deal with that, coming through all races. And he, before he passed away, you had Dick Gregory cussing everybody out, but he was spreading knowledge, mm-hmm. and then he'd cuss you out. <laughs> and you know, and, Central Park. Right, right. You have all these people. I mean, you go on um, the Rock, the Rock Newman. Like, there's this dude named the Rock, Rock Newman. Like, he has a the Rock Newman show, and he brings up per, um, leaders within the within our community. The people I ain't even heard of before, mm-hmm. and black, white, indifferent doesn't matter if they're doing something speaking of like social justice and stuff. He brings them on, and it's on YouTube. It's the Rock Newman show, but these people. They look at celebrities like the end all be all to opinions, and it's like it's not that they're they have an opinion. Yes, they have a mind. They're able to think freely, but you got to establish your own foundation in mm-hmm. the things and the values that you have, and you can't let people sway you. You listen to this person for their music, not for their political views. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. But I I will say this too, like. We are living in sort of the twilight zone because some of those celebrities, although they shouldn't be listened to, like, just think about what happened this week. Like, why is Kim Kardashian at the White House mm-hmm. True. talking with the president? True, but you look at reform? look at who our president is. Our president's been in He's entertainment a, and yeah, media. Like, he doesn't know political talk. He well, knows some business talk. Obama yeah. was happy to bring celebrities over to the White House to talk about stuff for sure. Yeah. How many times Chance Rapper been to the White House when Obama was in all? Let's yeah. be real. Let's be or real. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to be. I mean, it's fine, but yeah, you know. That's I mean, you got you got people. It, celebrities have the mo- the biggest platform when it comes to that. I mean, most people are not checking Absolutely. for um, uh, 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 politicians or whatever. That's true. It's almost you know what, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say. You know, it's it's a little bit difficult to to separate the two. Like the person that makes like taking Kanye for example, what he said about slavery being a choice mm-hmm. for his mu- and his music to me because they're they're pretty much one and the same. Mm-hmm. Like I've run into visual artists where it's like, oh man, your your work is beautiful. But then I find out more about them. I'm like, oh, you're a trash human being. And then I look at their work again. And it's like, nope, 
Same trash. Have you ever seen uh, yeah. the documentary Crumb? No. About a uh, Robert or what, I forget his first name, but the. Open name mean. Yeah, it's an incredible documentary. It's very uncomfortable. It's about. Uh, that sounds perfect. It, yeah, well, yeah, but it's it's very like it talks. It goes into like a lot of Freudian stuff and psychological issues with this one guy, Robert Crumb, I think is his name. Anyway, he was a huge, huge uh, uh, mid twentieth century comic book writer, but he got a lot of attention from high art uh, critics and stuff. For I'm, I'm not sure exactly why, but it's it's a the, the documentary you can find on Amazon uh, Video. You can rent it for like two dollars. Okay. But it's very uncomfortable. Uh, but it's, it goes, it touches on that because you see his, his stuff and it's like, it's very macabre. It's, it's a distortion and a perversion of old school type, uh, comic, comic panels of like the early, early 20th century and early, uh, cartoons. Uh-huh. And so he, he appropriates that and makes it like highly sexualized. He highly sexualizes his women in the thing and makes, it's just a, it's a very uncomfortable, th- uh, uh, kind of story about his, about his personal life and what led him to make that art. Right. And by the end of the thing, you can't, you have a hard time disassociating kind of him being a crappy person and his ugly life to this art, you know, so it's very interesting you say. So there is, there are times, definitely, when someone becomes so perverted as a person you can't even look at their music the same way. I think R. Kelly's gotten to that point. Yeah, he's done. Right. He's done, so he's, right. he's out of here. Well, if you watch documentaries of these um, um, entertainment, Ray Charles for an example, and mm-hmm. his heroin addiction and shit. Yeah. And then you look at Johnny Cash and his addictions mm-hmm. that he had. And even Snoop Dogg made, like, mini porn videos. Yeah. Like, yeah, Snoop, yeah, Snoop Dogg. But, but you know, all but, I mean, stuff, look, 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 I'm yeah. disagreeing with what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, you, when it comes to entertainment and some of these things, you got to have there's a, there's a, there's an in between. Yeah, and I think you brought up a really good point about because it's it's like we assume because their platform is so big that whatever they use it for is is justified, and that's not necessarily true. They have a big yeah. platform because people pay attention to their th- same with the sports. You know, it's like they have a big mm-hmm. platform because people pay a lot of attention to them. That doesn't mean that whatever they say justifies that giant platform, you know. Right. And so it's it. A lot of people call it a halo effect with famous people. Is that they assume that just because you're famous and people respect you for one thing, that they should respect you about everything. And I've heard you know some absurdly stupid opinions from lots of famous athletes and celebrities. And I mean, look, man, we hear stupid stuff coming from our politicians. You expect, and they they try to their whole job is to try to. Is to try to be up on this type of stuff and mm-hmm. you know how you know governance philosophy and all that stuff, and they don't even know how to you know a lot of times get caught up in gaps. Do so you expect our you know like our celebrities and our athletes to be able to? I mean, a lot of them are brilliant. Some of them are, but you kind of have to take it from what they're saying instead of just assuming it's because they have a big platform that they actually have something worthwhile to say. Gotcha. Because you know? if they didn't have that platform, you wouldn't be looking for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. I, th- I think that uh, you know it's it's becoming one of those things that. That as time moves forward, we're learning, uh, we're trying to learn how to balance that scale a little bit because it's not just the celebrities now. Like I think with social media, it's opened up a Absolutely. lot of people yes. to be able to have opinions and people hang their hats on each other's opinions. And, and yeah. whatever confirms your biases yeah. is what you gravitate towards, yeah, no matter right. whether it's right or wrong. If you're right. like, that's what I was thinking too, yeah. you immediately think it's right instead of being like. He thinks this way, or she thinks this way, but is that actually the truth? Yeah. We're like losing, we're losing. We're losing individuality. We're losing, our, we're losing our individuality. We're going to mob mentality. Yeah. And people are losing their their want 
to find truth because it's much easier just to find your own confirmation biases mm-hmm. and actually find the truth. Because mm-hmm. the truth is hard. Mm-hmm. Let me you're going to get bit by the truth a lot. Right. Like, yeah, that's true. Know? That is true. So, yeah. You can find somebody who, oh, I like the way he's saying that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, oh, okay, I can agree with that without having put in any any type of research. <coughs> Kanye. Go any type of research. Retweet, retweet that real quick. But what's weird about yeah. Kanye is that he started the on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. Like, drug dealing just to get by. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he would, I mean, maybe he would think the same way he did back then, but, like, what he's saying now, I mean, like, like the Candace Owens and stuff, like they're not about that. So if he's aligned with like mm-hmm. that side of the whole thing and Thomas mm-hmm. Sowell, you know, which mm-hmm. I mean, Thomas Sowell is a pretty well respected guy. But I mean, but the other like with that kind of group, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's not the same thing he used to say. Yeah. And so he has gone through a change. So it's not necessarily the same thing as like you know of, of him never being challenged. So I, that's what's weird about him is why yeah. did he change his it's, mind? It's almost like know? he's going backwards. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, hmm. it's, it, I, I just don't know what's going on with him, you know? Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know if just the, the mental breakdown made him kind of, like, reset, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the way he sees it things, but I don't know. I mean, I'm surprised it took him this long to actually have a quote-unquote mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it, once you look back at his progression of music, you there was something coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, yeah. Ever since 808s and Heartbreaks, mm-hmm. you can just tell there's been something, something, something off about Something on the way. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, it's just how it's going to come. It just depends on how close you're paying attention to the lyrics. Right. Just like with um, when we talked about with Fifth about the um, about Donald Glover and, you know, the whole thing about, oh, he, he's, you know, with a white woman, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. If you go back and listen to his music, he's been talking about that for a long, a long time. time. White women, Asian, Asian women, black women, black women. All of them. He like pussy. That's exactly <laughs> what he says. And little bitches. And he should be running Peter. Yep. And wasn't that bonfire? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for, for listening to the podcast, man. Coming and joining us. You know what I'm saying? We had a great time. We broke down some things. You know what I'm saying? Got a chance to talk a little bit about Kanye and talk about Pusher and all this good stuff. And, man, quality beef, man. Quality beef. I wish it could, would continue. But Jay Prince said it's over with. What can we follow Justin at? What can we follow Justin at? You follow me on Twitter is basically the 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 one thing that I keep fairly consistent is mm-hmm. at Judson J U D S O N Music M U S I C. On SoundCloud, uh, you can follow. I do a lot of sketches and stuff on my SoundCloud. Um, I think just look up Judson Wright, and uh, it's a picture of uh, of like the lower half of my body. I think is, is on the, is on the SoundCloud, and. Uh, yeah, you can check me on there and just yeah for for Twitter I'll I'll be keeping keeping everybody up to date on the music I've been releasing and everything. Excellent. Moving forward on Spotify and all that. Check out the on June eighth I'm gonna be releasing a song called Original. It's gonna be really exciting. I'm really pumped about it. It's just uh, it, it's man I try to make it as high quality as possible and so I'm I'm pumped to see what what happens with it. Excellent. Well, for the Black Pocket Podcast, it's your boy Dunn Shay and we about to sign up. Ah, you did a good job, man. We don't deserve you.